1: Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome, one and all, to the Storybox Podcast, the place to be if you are a lover of stories. My name is Joe Phantom, former real estate agent now living my purpose, sharing amazing stories from people all over the world. I'm grateful that you're here today. Now let's journey into the story box together and hear more about whose story will be unboxed today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Storybox podcast. I am absolutely thrilled that you're back for another exciting episode today. My next guest, friends, is a speaker, an entrepreneur, an investor, and believer in dreams. He's none other than Dylan Mullen, who is the creator, founder, and director of Happy Skin Co. And I have to say to you all that this was an amazing conversation uh, Dylan is an incredible human being with a tremendous passion for entrepreneurship and helping people achieve um, their dreams growing up in Sydney's out west and creating something that he believed in. And despite all the obstacles that, and setbacks that he faces on a day-to-day basis, he, was managed, he managed to create this amazing brand and company. Happy Skin Co. has been around since 2017. So there's been a lot for Dylan to learn over that period of time. His knowledge, his wisdom, and his expertise in this industry is quite fascinating. Uh, but also, his, just, his value system and, and um, who he is as a person is quite admirable. So I know you guys are going to get a lot out of his story today. And if you do get something from it, please share it around to all your friends and family members. Let them know about this one. If you enjoy it, please let us know what you think by leaving a rating and review over on Apple Podcast that goes towards building this incredible community and changing more lives for the better. I really appreciate all your support. So with that being said, my friends, you know what time it is. It's time to dive into the story box and hear Dylan Mullen's story.
0: Thanks for having me. Chatting to another OG Western Sydney boy, so it's always <laughs> good to, to, to respect where we grew up.
1: Absolutely, man. Um, hand on heart, love it. We're gonna have a lot of fun because <laughs> sure. I, I think we get we get each other. You know, you grew out west. I grew up out west. I grew up um, housing commission or near the housing commission of good old Plumpton. Um, and then mm-hmm. we moved to Riverston uh, as well. Uh, you know, we're out where all the druggies are, <laughs> if I can say <laughs> that. Um,
0: yeah. but
1: yeah, now we uh, mm-hmm. we went to Borkham Hills, now we're we're at the mm-hmm. uh, at the ponds. Uh, thankfully,
0: <laughs> but yeah.
1: um, dude, it's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Um, I usually have one question that I love asking people mm-hmm. to sort of start things off, which is, "What does success look like to you?"
0: It's it's honestly, and it's and it's such a cliche, but like honestly, trust me as a person who who has been lucky enough to to make quite a bit of good money. Like success isn't isn't how much money you have, you have in the bank. Success is like uh, truly how fulfilled you are every single day. Like happiness is a part of it. Yeah. I think being happy is one thing, but I think the most important part and they're very similar things, but like fulfillment, because you can be happy on holidays. You can be happy hanging out with your friends, but truly waking up every single day and like you're on this mission and you know, you're on your path. And like you, 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 believe in, in the dream and you know all these things are going to happen for you. And you just, you just like creating like this, you are just like building blocks every day towards that ultimate goal. And, and I think just being on that path and, and knowing you're doing what you were born to do, I think that's happiness, and and it brings like this overwhelming like energy and passion to you every day. And, and I think people around you when you're when you're truly happy, when you're truly fulfilled, people people recognize it, and they and they want to and they want to be around you, and they feed off it, and and it, and it inspires other people to to you know say like screw this, I'm gonna I'm gonna chase after my dreams and what I really want to do as well.
1: Mm, absolutely, man, I, I love that definition. Where did it come from for you? Has it been sort of like a gradual thing over time, or was there a catalyst moment somewhere for you in your life?
0: Um, for me, I've just always, um, well, look, I was never, it wasn't like a straight path to to being, to being an entrepreneur and being in business. Um, I, all the way through high school, like I thought I was going to be a lawyer. Like I, I, from like year seven or eight, I made that decision and I was going to go and do like contract law and mergers and takeovers and all that sort of stuff. And then I went to uni, like studied, studied hard, like got really good marks through school, got accepted into, into like a, a, a law degree and did it for like, Honestly, I didn't even make the first semester. I did did my assessments and I was like, oh, I hated that. Yep. And then I got up to the where we had to study for our first exams. And I was just like, you know what? Like it's not like I don't like hard work. Like I love to work hard, but it was just like destroying my soul. I just mm. hated. I'm like, fuck. Mm. As if this is I can't, I just I just I couldn't do it. So I I, I dropped out of uni then, was going to go back and finish off the business side of the degree. Um, didn't do that though. I because I had I was taking the rest of the year as uh, like a gap year and I'm like, what's the most because I was like pretty like unhappy so like I just like what is this like all this stuff you get fed at school like you need to do this and like this is a good job be a doctor be a lawyer be an accountant whatever like you get fed like what's what's right to do and I'm like this is not me I can't do that I don't care so I just like what's the opposite to, to law um and I'm like I'm gonna do, do acting and <laughs> didn't do drama in high school nothing like that I just thought what which because I was like at that point I was over I'm like what's gonna be a fun life don't about how much money I make or what's a respectable job um, what's going to be fun. So I did that for like a, like a four week course. And then I really liked it. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to going to try and make this my life. Did that for like, ended up getting into full-time acting studio, did three years of training, filmed some stuff, got an agent, did all that. And then i like, it all comes back to the thing. Like, I just don't accept anything other than what I really want to do. And I think everyone can make their dreams come true and do whatever they want. So I'm like, okay, I wanted to take more control of my life because acting is great. And I still have a lot of great friends there. And I, and I love that world but it's like you might not get a role because you don't look like the brother the sister the mum, the dad you the different skin color hair color whatever it may be so then business obviously was the opportunity that I could create I could I could build something for my for myself and like just work really hard and, and 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 like change my life and and that's kind of that's kind of how I got here but I was never like the entrepreneur and kid I didn't have a in school I didn't have a lemonade stand I didn't flip cards baseball cards or whatever I'd, I'd I just slightly figured it out
1: through life. Mm. I didn't know you uh, You went to acting school and, and actually got an agent <laughs> yeah. and all that sort of stuff. That's new bit of, yeah. bit of information for me. Um, yeah. but how fascinating, yeah. man. It's amazing how life sort of, you know, took you one way and it sort of led you a different way, completely like polar mm-hmm. opposites in, in a sense, but it's always given you what you needed to succeed.
0: Exactly, uh, yeah.
1: That's what I find the amazing thing like- about life.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah but it's not it's not even like they are so opposite in a way but also it's still like it's still you're still creating things and also it's like when 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 I like decided to t- uh to step away from acting and, and and take some time like I thought I was I was done with acting forever at that point I don't think I am I, I definitely still have that that itch and that burn to, to be creative and, and do stuff and when, when I have the time I definitely will I'll take a lot of things on but when I have the time I'll get back into that space but like I wasn't I, did, I never felt like I was giving up on the dream when I did that. I thought my dream through acting was to have an awesome life. And I felt like at that time, this was a better avenue for me to have that awesome life. I wasn't giving up. I wasn't going back and getting a job and doing something I hated. It was never about that. So that was a really important distinction for me.
1: Mm. And so you've started this amazing business. But before we dive into this business that you've you've started, what I'm curious about is, uh, how did you grow up in the first place? So we mentioned before that you grew up out west and you wanted to be a lawyer. So where did that all come from? Where did all that stem from?
0: Yeah, um, well, I didn't have any older brothers. My um, my older cousin, who's, who's six years older than me, he's actually our CFO. I, I was lucky enough to, to poach him from a, from a pretty big company about a little over a year ago to come and, and help me build this business and, and take like a really professional, financial, operational, legal experience and bring it into like a, a, an e-commerce startup so he's helped me um transform a lot of things in the business but he was always like my hero i copied everything he did like he played cricket i played cricket like he wanted to be an accountant i wanted to be an accountant. and i'm like i'm not good enough at maths what's so kind of like that law? i just copied everything he did and, I, and he was a really smart guy got really good marks like he, he's, he's 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 done really well for himself he did, did the traditional like uni path and I just, I think it came from there. And because I, I thought he was cool, I think I thought that was going to be cool. And I kind of wanted to wear a suit every day. And I thought, you know, working in a law firm was going to was gonna fulfill me. And then I realized pretty quickly when I started doing it, none of that shit matters. You know mm. what I mean? Like whatever's actually going to make me happy, not anyone else, like I should do it.
1: That's That's interesting how you mentioned that, man, because I know for me, and I want to relate mm. to your story a little bit because I actually went to uni at the beginning of this year, because I thought that that was actually where I wanted to go. I wanted to be a teacher. You know, I never Mm. thought that I was going to be a teacher. I was actually in real estate last year and things, I was good at it, but things didn't really work out the way I I wanted them to. See, they always, life seems to work out the way we need it to, not exactly the way we want it to in in any Mm. respect. Um, So Mm. I went to uni, man, and the same thing happened to me. Like I was, the first semester and the assignments, you know, I was, I was getting them done, but here was the problem. Uh, I was actually interviewing the people that wrote the stinking textbooks and I was quoting them and mm-hmm. I would get marked down because apparently it wasn't <laughs> a reliable source. And I was just like, this, this ain't right. It's a massive. It's,
0: stupid, huh? it's a stupid yeah.
1: system. I mean, I've got nothing against yeah. education at all, but it just mm-hmm. it sucks the life from you. And yeah. you just you just have so much other things that are on your plate. And what I didn't realize was the story box was booming. Other things were booming at the same time. So life was sort of taking me in that direction. And you may not realize it at the time, but that's exactly what I needed, not uni. Uni yeah. was like a a help to make me realize I didn't want it.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, Yeah. And sometimes, like, you have to make those decisions and sometimes, like, they're expensive lessons you need to learn sometimes it costs you time sometimes it costs you money but like they're always like i honestly don't care like and and it freaks people like my cousin out sometimes because he's a very like logical analytical like numbers driven person if like if we tried something i did something in life and it cost me like a lot of money and then i'd be like yeah okay didn't work out but i learned this lesson from it i'm glad i did it he'll be like yeah but you can't you can't think like that but i'm like honestly like I feel like everything that you do and all the lessons that you learn in life make you who you are. And mm. like, I'm a massive believer in like everything happens for a reason and, and you're always where you need to be. And I think once you accept that, like the losses and the failures and the challenges that pop up in life, or sometimes you might not get what you want because it's what you want right now. And then three months, six months down the track, you realize, fire out. I'm so glad that didn't happen or this wouldn't happen or I wouldn't think like this. Or I wouldn't be this person. And yeah. Mm.
1: One hundred percent, man. That's that's what life's really about. And if we can understand that very early on, you'd be okay. Uh, because honestly, understanding yeah. that you know things happen for you, not to you, you know, like that's yeah. that's the uh, Tony Robbins approach, and I love yeah. I love everything that Tony is about and what he says. And yeah, hundred percent. What, what I'm curious about for you, man, is where did the idea of happy, happy Skin Co. come from?
0: Hmm. Um. Yeah, like it's it's. I actually started this business with a mate, and he was also a guy a couple of years older than me. He, he he left a little while ago, but like literally, it was two dudes from Western Sydney that that started one of Australia's fastest growing um, beauty e-commerce brands. Um, mm. And yeah, look, we we didn't work in any laser clinics, have any beauty experience, but we just looked at like what was what was working in the market, what brands had been super successful in a few years prior to us. If you look at and and I've said this before, like if you look at just industries like teeth whitening. Fake tan, like you know, you get braces at home now. They send you your thing, and every couple weeks you get new ones. Like, if you can take a product or service that was done in like a a salon or a clinic setting, and you can put that into a product that people can do from the comfort of their own home, they don't have to book appointments. It's a lot more cost-effective. Um, it's a lot more convenient, and they can still achieve exactly the same or, if not, very similar results. Then, then you're going to be very successful. You got a good chance at at launching a successful product and building building a brand on top of that. And and we did it. And obviously, we were right. Like my whole goal—we launched 2018. My whole goal for that year was to be able to quit my full-time job and work on Happy Skin Co full-time. Literally, we had achieved that like two weeks after we launched. I had to quit. Had to quit my job. Like it needed absolute full-time attention from both of us after two weeks.
1: Wow! And it's only—it's mm-hmm. only relatively new, like literally two years old. And you've grown so much since then what would you say yeah. has been the biggest challenge for you growing the company
0: mm. um that's the thing as well like like in life like same thing in business like there's no there's no biggest challenge like there's like there's always going to be a new challenge like every day every week like every month there's there's something new and like the biggest thing is like you have to be all right with and you have to accept if you're going to be in business you need a very thick skin because yeah there might be some months where you're just cruising and it seems like everything's going right and everything's easy but like there's going to be challenges, there's going to be obstacles, there's going to always be, you always need to learn, you always need to adjust, not everything's going to work. And like, if you don't have that, like, mentality of like, you'll find a way to win or get through it, like, you, you like, that's why so many businesses must, like, you know, the stat, I know, like, 95% of businesses or 90% don't make it out of the first year, because it's hard, like, it's a lot harder than people think. And obviously, like, we've been like, we've been very successful. And people only see like the success and they think, oh, it's so easy, I'm going to do this. And then they get into it. And like, yeah, 100% if you think you should start a business, start a business, but you need to know it's not it's not easy. Mm. A lot of late nights, there's a there's a lot of like scratching your head and trying to figure out, okay, what do we do here and and pivoting and changing. So it's just like the biggest challenge is like accepting or, or knowing that there's always going to be a, a new challenge. It's never just going to be easy, easy, easy.
1: Oh, 100%, man. Like I know for this, I'm up at 3 a.m. Mm. Uh, pretty mm. much every single morning responding to emails, yeah. you know, doing things that not many people actually see. And they don't yeah. actually, they don't hear about all the rejection. They don't hear about all the, mm. you know, the no's or the actual, the hard days that you that you face mm. mentally or even in, even in your kind of businessman. What I've always been curious with is did you know going in that it was going to be competitive or did you, did you ever have like these fears or doubts going in saying two guys starting a beauty company as opposed to like looking at the market, what was actually already available? Did you guys have any of those sort
0: of fears? No, we. we I knew we both knew that it was always going to be successful um, for sure. Like, like how it's and it's like one of these. We launched one of those products at like once you launch it, and then you look back and everyone thinks like, oh shit, like so obvious. I should have done it. Like once, once we tested it and and we and we started trialing it and we saw the results it gave, we knew like this was going to be big. We thought it was going to take like a year, 18 months, two years to start seeing any sort of real, real impressive results. I was blown away absolutely by how quick it happened. Definitely always believed in it and and knew there was going to be competition. Probably didn't expect, and obviously be my first business, the amount of like cheap, like copycats and knockoffs that were going to try and pop up and steal your content and try and like copy your brand and all that sort of stuff. And then in the early days, like you spend too much time stressing about that or getting frustrated or annoyed. But after a while, you start to realize that's just part of business. And if people are copying you, it's obviously a good thing you're doing something right. And Yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't think too much about it anymore.
1: Copycat is like the highest form of flattery, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like definitely annoying, particularly it's like, it's not that hard to like just have a little bit of creativity and like do something that's even like, okay, if you want to do Like, and at home, like, IPL brand, fine. But, like, come up like, a different, like, you know, brand, like, brand colors, brand story, logo. Like, do something different. Have a different value prop. Like, give something new to the market. Mm. But, yeah, that's all good. It's funny now.
1: Oh, 100%, man. Like, And I also saw that you were able to meet, I kind of stalked your Instagram for a bit just to get some information from you. And Mm. what I learned was you were able to meet Gary V. And what I'm curious about, what was some advice that he gave you? And then my next question after that would be, what's the worst piece of advice you've ever gotten from anyone?
0: Okay. Um, yeah. So the Gary V thing, that was obviously a big, a big, like a really big milestone and a goal I had probably just when I was, cause like the year before launching the business, like I was listening to podcasts every single day. Like I was going from Preston's, I was working in a media company in Chatswood. I was like, three hours of travel a day. I was listening to podcasts almost every single day. It was Gary Vee. And, and I was one of those guys as well. The first time I heard him, like I oh, didn't didn't really love it. Like he's very like, he doesn't like, he, there's no bullshit. Like he will yep. make you like, says it how it is. The first, I didn't hate it, but I was just like a bit like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. This is my vibe. And then I listened to maybe like two. And I was like, wait a minute. Like this guy isn't full of shit. Like this guy really cares. And he's saying these things because he like, it needs people to understand like what, what 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 you can do and what's what's fake because there's so many like marketing gurus and life coaches and shit out there that just like whatever, you know. Um yeah, it was a goal and, and, and I had it written down. Like I wanted to 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 not just meet him, but like develop a, a business relationship with him. And um big, big believer in like the law of attraction and visualization and like being in his office and, and like Seeing that place, I could seen so many YouTube videos of, of him in there and I always thought, oh, I'm, I'm going to be there one day. And, yeah, I was lucky enough, like, last year, this year, like, I got to hang out with him, you know, like, for a few days in Sydney last year, London towards the end of last year. And then in January, like, probably not too long before COVID hit, I was in New York and got to spend a couple of days at his office and, and get to know, like, his team, which, which was really awesome. And the best piece of advice, like, I don't know, it was just there's so much, like, and this is the thing about Gary, like, you know how, like, Some people think like, oh, is it just the show he puts on? It's like literally like he, the way he talks in his clips that he he posts, like that's him all day. Like it's almost like you can ask him any question and like his brain just works in a way like he computes like some like almost like amazing life changing responses. like, there's so many pieces of like gold there. Like main thing is just like, like after happiness, like know you're young, be patient, like work hard, like, and then like a big thing in terms of the business is like, that we really drove home is like content is like the biggest don't try and hack the system. It's not about how much you can like play around with the pixel or hack this or system this. It's like the thing that's going to differentiate brands is, is the content that you produce and your brand story and how you communicate with, with your customers. That was the main thing there. Worst piece of advice. Oh, I don't even know. Like (laughs) I couldn't even tell you the worst piece of advice. It's like, and the thing is i will say about that like everyone has an opinion particularly in the first like 6 months when you launch a business everyone says oh you should do this you should try this and yeah yeah everyone's going to mm-hmm. everyone's going to try and give you their two cents what would you
1: say to a young person at the moment that is sort of afraid to take that leap of faith to actually start their mm-hmm. own business what would you what would you say to them
0: well i think like Like if the longer, like if you just wait around, it's never going to happen. Like you definitely, I am living proof that you can like change your life. You can live your dreams, all of that. I would say work as hard as you need to work. Casual jobs, part-time jobs, full-time jobs, whatever you can do for whatever it takes, three months, six months, 12 months, two years, save up a certain amount of money where it might only be a couple thousand dollars. You might only have a thousand dollars. You might want to drop ship. If you you can save up a little more or find a business partner, you might be able to, to start a brand like, save a bit of money put yourself in a situation that hopefully you're still living at home you don't have too many like bills or anything you need to pay save a bit of money that's outside the money you need to live and like be willing to like accept the fact that you might lose that on the first business but if you do lose that money you're going to be better for it you're going to grow but you're never going to live the life of your dreams if you don't try it and like would you rather risk it like people say to me oh such a big risk like leaving a full-time job for this business after, after two weeks. But it's like, it wasn't a risk at all. Like I can go get another job. Like the risk for me would be staying in a job that I hated potentially forever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, if if you don't want to work for someone else or you're not happy with your job, or you truly believe you, you want to start a business, just start, just learn like research as much as you can, YouTube, podcasts, blogs, whatever it may be before you launch, find a business partner, maybe that, that has the opposite skills of you. You might be really good at creative. They might be really good with some numbers. And like you motivate each other to like, you know, like sometimes you want to do it, hit a problem. You want to give up. That's why in the early days, especially, it's so good to have a business partner because you push each other, you help each other get through those situations where so many people just give up.
1: Mm. That's a good point you raised there, man, about having someone there to help you, either if it's a business partner or just someone to, so kind of bit like be a mentor in a way. And... Mm. That's that's what I, I had a business partner last year things didn't really work out uh, the way I thought they would you know but that's okay mm. you know because I wouldn't pro, I probably wouldn't be doing this probably wouldn't be speaking to you today so everything worked out mm. well in the end yeah regardless but you know when you do find the right person to help you in business there's always this level of trust that you need to establish so yeah I'm always curious man from a business perspective how you go about establishing trust with your business partner
0: mm-hmm. um well like we were just like we were just good mates like we uh we 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 had a lot of things in common like we were probably two of the most ambitious people that that around in our circles like we both worked in a gym together so we worked at a gym together and then we both actually happened to be we didn't realize this until after a while both at the same acting studio as well so we had a lot of things in common like we both were we both could see like the like the determination and enthusiasm in each other. Like we'd been talking about it for about a year in advance beforehand. And then my, my ex business partner, he went on a trip to Europe in like mid 2017. And when he came back, we're like, as soon as he gets back, we're going to really like sit down and start meeting three times a week, Tuesday, Thursday nights. And then at least one on Saturday or Sunday, if not both. And we're just going to lock in the time and we're going to find a, find a business we can do, whether it be a product or a service or an app and we just locked in the time and we just did it. And like you, you, you earn trust by actions and then like, you can see people's intentions um, from the start. Like, and again, like I, I would be very, like you said, like be careful. Like you don't need a business partner. Don't just take anyone like, be like choose someone who, who who you can work with and who you want to work with, even if they might be the smartest person in the world. But if you get a bad vibe, or you don't like spending time with them. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Like your happiness again is the most important thing. And like, I think it'd be fun to like, if do a business with your best friend. You know what I mean? Like just set boundaries and like be very considerate with communication. I've learned like how, how you communicate and and how and how you perceive things might be very different. Like some people might, you might be able to be very direct or blunt with some people. You might need to choose how you communicate more carefully and just respect each other. Really. If if you're having a, a disagreement or not like a disagreement, if you're just debating a point or you have opposite, opposite opinions on anything, whether it be like a logo or a name or where you should spend this might be money just like be very considerate of each other's like feelings and when you communicate like if you start to get a little bit frustrated just stop slow down and think about what you want to say and what you're trying to communicate because sometimes particularly when like the emotions get or you are really passionate about something like you speak really quickly and you don't articulate your words or what you really mean right like there were there were so many times with many different people in life not just in business but like have you ever had that thing how like he's almost getting half an argument and then 10 minutes in you realize, wait, you were agreeing the whole time. You were just <laughs> communicating it in different ways and you didn't understand. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, th- I think you touched on another good point there, which is communication. You know, if you don't have good, mm. effective communication, whether it's in just business or life in general, you're not really going to go f- very far at all. And I no. think mm. like for business especially, everyone is unique in their own way. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think just being understanding, getting to a place of just saying, hey, look, you've got your beliefs, I've got my beliefs, I have my own viewpoints on certain things, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Let's try and find a middle ground. And then that that takes time, man. Like it could take days, minutes, weeks, you, you name it. But as long as you are trying your absolute best to communicate, it's like a two-way street, you know. Like if you want this, they want that. You're trying to meet somewhere in the middle, do your best. That's that's all yeah. it takes, just do your absolute best. So appreciate you sharing that, man. couple more questions for you, mm. if you don't mind, because cool. I am going for your time. This one may be a hard question to answer, all but right. we'll see how we go. If you could meet anybody in the world, alive or dead, who would it be, why, mm. what question would you ask them, and what question would that be? Um,
0: anyone in the world, alive or dead, Um, honestly, like it sounds so cliche, like I don't really, I don't really care about like any, anyone like would, I'd meet my, I'd go like have another chat with my granddad who was like mm-hmm. my hero, he, like he was my favorite person. Like I grew up with my mom and my grandparents for the first six years of my life. And he was like the best person i ever met. Like, I'm sure like if there's anyone alive that I, if I really want to meet them, like I, I truly believe give me like two years, five years, 10 years, like I'll put myself in a position to meet them. I just, I don't know, have a chat to my granddad again, probably.
1: Wow. That just hit home for mm. me. <laughs> it yeah. really did, man. Far out. Mm. That, that just brought up memories. Um, mm. I don't know where to go to from there, man. Like <laughs> you got me. From there, get your tissues out. Oh, far out. Why? Mm. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, I didn't expect that question. You took me by surprise. Uh, good one. I didn't expect your answer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. seriously, man, I, yeah. I relate to that so much. Like my mm. granddad was my hero. He, he taught me everything mm. that I know today. You know, he yeah. was wise. He was smart. He was persistent as heck. He, he mm. um, I didn't even know it at the time, you know, but he, his life was literally about persistence and I ended up learning or, or coming up with this saying that I, I tell pretty much anyone in business or anyone in life really, which is be persistent to remain consistent at the things that you want. And Mm. that's literally based off not just my life and my grandfather's life, just seeing everything that he did, you know. Um, He was old school. And there's another saying that I'll I'll, I'll share with you. He used to say to me, don't put off for tomorrow. What can be done today? And like that got me when I was eight years old. And from Mm. from that moment on, I have never procrastinated, never, you know, had this lazy mentality with certain things if i want to do something i will do my utmost best to do it if i send my mind to mm-hmm. it i'll do it man sounds very similar to you um mm-hmm. that that just brought back memories man so thank yeah. you for that yeah no, that's um, all good. My my last question for you or two more questions sorry this mm-hmm. one's more of a fun one sort of steering yeah. what's What's the word? Lighten the mood a little bit. Light, lighten it up, yeah. <laughs> What's the the weirdest food combination you've ever
0: tried? The weirdest food combination I've ever tried. Uh, I don't know about weirdest food combination, but everyone looks at me really weird when I uh, have like peanut butter and avocado together. What? I don't know. I don't know if that's weird. People are always like, what are you doing? I'm like, dude, you don't knock it till you try it. It's actually. So good. Is there anything weirder I can think of? I don't know, but yeah, that one always seems to people think it's like it's such a weird thing to do, but it's so good. I swear you can put peanut butter
1: with anything, but like
0: with anything, yeah. Honestly, I got the amount of peanut butter like I go through at the office. The girls are like, didn't we just like bought another big tub like last <laughs> week? I'm like, yeah, well, you know, it's good stuff.
1: Are you picks, mavers? uh skippy oh dude
0: that's the thing like i like i have i could eat pretty healthy and like i'm 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 very conscious of what i eat and i've tried like all the organic peanut butters and everything but i'm such like uh i know it's probably not the best for me i'm such a sucker just so old school like well it used to be craft i think it's big and now just that like yellow lid standard peanut butter like (laughs) it's just too many memories like growing up I i can't beat it all the healthier ones i'm like dude it just doesn't hit the same
1: right man have you tried you should try uh extra crunchy like that. extra
0: crunchy, yeah. I mix it up with some extra crunchy or some. Oh, I don't know if I had extra crunchy, but I've had, I mix it up with some crunchy here and there.
1: Yeah, man. Like that for me, it just nails it. Honestly, uh, <laughs> what what yeah. I do, I don't. This is a bit weird, but you know mm-hmm. those, you know those like quinoa crackers because I'm healthy too. Yeah. I get butter, mm-hmm. organic butter, and I put peanut butter and cheese on it, like as a snack. So, peanut
0: butter and
1: cheese yeah man try that's it. a different one that's I've never
0: done that I it oh, actually it, I'll give it, a crack.
1: it works man let me know how you go like
0: yeah you, you may have peanut butter and cheese trust okay. me okay it i'll works. pay that
1: one <laughs> um my last question for you man this is my legacy question mm. that i love asking people at the end mm. so you've been able to reach the age of 100 i know you're still young at the moment just picture you're you're 100 mm. and your friends have put together a film for you of everything you've ever said and everything you've ever done don't ask me how they got it all we'll just call it magic but they've shown it to you on your 100th birthday what do you want the film to say and to show about
0: your life that's a really good question um well i really wanted to to, to represent like like as i said i have like a written list of, of life goals i want to achieve and a lot of them is about like the 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 longer i go on and obviously i've only really been on this journey for like the last three years become less about money and more about like impact and, and what you can give back. And we can inspire around you. One thing I definitely want to do. And it's probably my most sentimental goal. And, and cause it, it's related to my granddad, but my granddad passed away. He had like Alzheimer's like the last four or five years of his life. And that ended up being what, what, um, like took him down downhill in the end. And, and I really want to start, um, like a foundation in his name, the Dominic Marlin foundation and, and, and do something to help keep, keep, I'm sure and then they talk about there's a cure uh, hopefully in the next like ten ten years, fifteen, twenty years for, for that. But I really want to start something where we can help. Cause like the most heartbreaking thing is like when like one one elderly, like like the husband, for example, has Alzheimer's and then the 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 the, the wife is starting to get really old and they can no longer care for him and like no one wants to like no one wants them to have to go into to a nursing home. Like, but the person who's suffering from Alzheimer's will, 90% of the time, they'll they'll do it because they don't want to feel like they're a burden on anyone. I'd just love to be able to, like, even if it was like one family to start and then two, three, and build, like, to to give family support to, like, either have like a part time or full time care in house so they can stay with their family as long as they want. Because, like, you go into like a nursing home and. It's like you could be in your home one day, and then you go into a nose the next day, and it's just completely different. Like it's just not like I just the best thing is being at home with your family in their own space where they feel more comfortable, where they've spent their life, and to be able to give that to to, to people would be would be a massive goal mm. of mine.
1: Well, I hope I hope one day you actually get to achieve it, man, because I think that mm. would be honestly incredible.
0: Um, mm. Oh, no doubt it'll it'll happen. Whether it happened in, in five years or twenty years, it, it, it'll happen. Don't worry about that.
1: I like your mindset, man. I like what you're doing currently. Um, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you and learn more about you?
0: Mm. Um, so I'm just uh, at Dylan Mullen on everything. Um, and it's Mullen with an A-N. Um, literally, that's it. Yeah. Instagram would be the best place, but I'm, I'm on everything else. And then if you want to learn about Happy Skin Co., the business, that's just at Happy Skin Co. and everything. And Again, like I'm really, I just actually took a month off posting on Instagram. The first time I took a break for a little while, I just, i taken a lot of things and I had to, it was getting a little bit too much. So today's my, my one month back. So uh, I always welcome my people if they have any questions or want to ask me about business, or mindset, a life, whatever it may be, send me a message on Instagram. Like I'll, I'll get back to you maybe that day. If, if I don't get back to you straight away, I'm, I'm always clearing through it. I'm really excited. And that's one thing I, I, uh, I realized like yesterday, I was chatting to a friend and, and, and they said something to me and I just realized like, because like, it seems like I've already got so much going on like with businesses. It's like, I'm not, I don't like talk about these things. I don't go on these podcasts cause I don't want, I don't care about like growing my followers. Like it's, that's just so like shallow, like it's such a shallow thing and, it, and re- really easy to lose motivation to do it. If you're just doing it for the clout or doing it to grow your page or whatever, but it's like people like, and it's hard to take on when people start saying this to you. So you kind of brush it off. But like, if you really think about how many people have said to myself, to you like how, how many people like you actually impact by the things you talk about and share it's like that's that's the real reason to do it and it's like so i really want to focus on on, on doing that as much as i can um mm. moving forward
1: that's good good stuff man like really enjoyed mm. our conversation today thank you so much for, for your time sure. for your energy mm. and everything else in between man really appreciate you sure. thank you so much for, coming on the we'll stay in in touch for sure man I don't like this part because it means, sadly, we have come to an end of yet another incredible story. I just want to say thank you to all of you for tuning in and listening to our guest today. It is my prayer that you would have felt inspired, motivated, challenged in some way, and that you would have learned something new as well. If you'd like to hear more amazing stories like this one, you can do so now by searching up the Story Box on any podcast platform. It's that easy. If you did get something from our guest today, please share it around to a friend or family member that you think could benefit from hearing this powerful story. And before you go, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It will only take 30 seconds and it will go towards reaching more people. Let's start changing lives through powerful stories like this one. Your support is greatly appreciated. Until next time, when we dive back into the story box. I'm Jay Fansom and don't forget, your story is worth more than you know. I'll catch you next time.